Good morning, everyone. Uh, what I'd like to do uh, this morning in this hour is um, to give an overview of a, a kind of a spectrum of meditation practices that we'll be doing. Uh, and we ha you, you are all um, you know, in different places in your practice and, and, um, and also practice is something that's not linear. So we're, you know, we're in different places within our own practice all the time. Uh, and so, so ha having a sense of an overview of, of practice might be helpful in um, uh, becoming skillful in knowing, you know, what practice might be appropriate for you to practice at this time, and and um, uh, they're not they're not all different practices, but it's it's a kind of a spectrum, which I'll will I'll, I'll explain in just a moment, and um, and then um, I'm going to talk in particular about practicing mindfulness in the body which we will be emphasizing today, practicing um, mindfulness of breathing and mindfulness of the body throughout the day. Uh, and, um, and then I'm going to uh, offer a, a guided meditation um, a, uh, to, to uh, enter into the body and to invite the body to relax because uh, relaxation is a really important part of practice. So we all like to relax. So, so that's uh, no, nothing, nothing required, just, just show up. And uh, so, um, yeah, and I think, I think that's, that's important also to uh, maybe to underline as, as we enter into this retreat, um, this, uh, to bring an attitude of non-striving to the practice. Um, in, in our lives, uh, there's so much that is, you know, that we're required to perform, to produce, uh, to, um, to achieve. And, and really, uh, I invite you to, uh, to bring an attitude to your practice uh, that this is just, you know, coming home to yourself, to, um, uh, to be present within yourself, uh, to open your heart and, and your awareness to what's present within your inner being. Um, and, and so it's, um, you know, to just notice if there's this habitual attitude of, you know, I've got to achieve, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to uh, attain something. And, um, and notice that as a, just a, a habit of mind. It's, it's, it's not um, really what we're about in, in this, in, in our practice. So... Um, there's a um, uh, this overview of practice that I'd like to offer. Um, there's a, 
uh, Alan Wallace, who is a, uh, a, a teacher and, and scholar in the Tibetan tr tradition of meditation, talks about, um, and, it's, and it applies also in, in, in the Theravada uh, tradition, uh, talks about two basic um, kind of arenas of practice uh, that two basic approaches um, and one is the control uh, model and one is the release model uh, and so in uh, in our practice you know you may you've heard the word uh, samatha which means tranquility and vipassana which means insight and then there's a uh, you know, a choiceless awareness, which is actually a phrase from Krishnamurti, not particularly Tibetan, uh, a Theravadan, but but many uh, insight teachers use that phrase, choiceless awareness. And so these kind of go through that spectrum. So in Samatha, uh, the control model, um, you know, we are we are learning to control the scattered mind. So, so for those who have not uh, done mind training um, and, uh, and the, the Buddha used the word, the, the expression, I don't know what it is in Pali, but he used the expression, the, the untutored um, person. Uh, so, uh, or sometimes you use the word the the world the worldly person, the worldling. So, somebody who's not in a spiritual discipline. Um, you know, our minds are just going all over the place. Uh, the Buddha also used the expression the monkey mind, and and so the the mind is you know going after this idea. Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta do this. I gotta. Uh, oh, but then. There, there's that, and and then oh, she said that to me, and 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 I don't like that, and I you know feel unhappy about this, and 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 the mind is just going all over the place, um, a lot of the time, you know we're and of course as soon as we sit down to meditate, we we notice this that that such a simple thing, you know, I mean if anything, kind of illustrates non-self that we're not in control of. The mind—it's just sitting down and um, and saying, "Well, I'm going to attend to the breath right now. I'm going to feel my breath." And then, before you know it, you know, within within a few breaths, the mind is off. You know, past, future, past, future. Uh, you know, going into dramas about uh, relationships and and roles and uh, different situations. So. And we're all like that, you know. So, so if you think that your mind is the one that is the most scattered and caught up, um, it's uh, it's we're all like that. Um, and and so the the control model of um, of meditation is training the mind to attend. Uh, using a particular meditation object. And when I say a meditation object, I'm not talking about a thing. It, I mean an object to which we direct the mind. And, and usually it's the breath. So 
And the, the breath has a lot of advantages um, as a meditation object. First of all, it's always there. You don't have to produce it um, in, your, in your mind. So, so as soon as there's a moment of waking up and remembering, and actually the word sati, which is mindfulness, uh, translated mindfulness, the Pali uh, word actually has a sense of to remember. Um, and so, so as soon as we kind of have that mindful moment of remembering, uh, then we return to the breath. And there it is. There's, the, there's going to be an in-breath or an out-breath that's, that's ready for us to turn our attention to. And so, so we just keep coming back to the breath. And so that's the control model. So um, the, uh, the, the Buddha used... The Buddha used um, a uh, another metaphor of uh, uh, training the wild elephant. So in in that part of the world, elephants were used in many many ways uh, as uh, to as for people to uh, to ride on and for pe- and to do work, to carry things and so on and and um, and so to to train a wild elephant to uh, to do what what it's being bidden to do is uh, you you know you first of all have to um, teach it to to obey. So whatever we may feel about training a wild elephant, um, that's that's what was done. And um, and so so it's um, it's the elephant is driven by fear, driven by um, uh, Anger uh, and and so on. It just 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 as our minds. It's the point is that it, the elephant is is a kind of a metaphor for our for the minds, which is so driven. And so so uh, so first you you build a corral for an elephant, and you then you drive a stake in the ground, and you and you connect the elephant by a rope to the stake, and and so. So this sense of a corral and the stake, you know, it's coming back to the body. It's coming, and the and and the stake in the ground, and the rope is is the breath. So, so we we just we keep coming back to the breath. We're noticing the mind is is caught up, and very very simply come back to the breath. And um, and and what it what we're doing actually when you think about it. You know, the mind has this capacity to grasp. You know, and and what we're doing when we're all caught up in our um, in our imaginations and our desire fantasies and our dramas of you know uh, relationships and anger and you know fraught uh, conversations with people. You know, all of this stuff going on in our head. You know, the what we're doing is that the mind is grasping um, onto thoughts and emotions that are painful. Really, they're, they're quite painful, and um, and so we're training the mind to release that that grasping and to to hold onto. And it's a different. It's a, it has a different kind of quality of holding to something that's that's quite neutral. The breath is really um, 
you know, we don't get too excited about the breath. Like we don't say, wow, that was a great breath. I want the next one to be just like that. Or, you know, the, the breath is really, it's just there. And it's, I mean, in itself, it is calming. Like the rhythm of the breath, the, the coming to the body and just feeling the body, uh, in itself it is calming. So, um, so we, we're using that capacity of the mind to attend, to hold, and we're transferring it from an object which is perpetuating suffering to, uh, to something which is neutral and grounding and centering. And so we are um, coming into the body, and that's also... That's also something that is um, very helpful in training us to be mindful of the body, in focusing on the breath, where we're inviting the attention to enter into the body and rest in the body. And that's actually why uh, in giving instruction to beginners, I usually encourage people to focus on their breath in the body, not um, uh, deeper in the body than the nostrils. Now. Some people, I mean, it's, it's a very traditional place to focus your attention in the nostrils, and, and it's fine. But if you're, if you're um, beginning or, or if you'd like to explore uh, and you haven't been focusing in the area of the chest or the belly, I'd invite you to, to try that because it does ground us. We're spending so much of our time in our heads, you know, thinking and planning and going over things and you know we're so oriented toward the intellect and um, and so and we tend we tend in our culture to be disembodied to be disconnected from our bodies and just that simple practice of of bringing your attention to the breath deeper in the body can help you know bring your your kind of your attention lower and uh, and ground you and 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 one of the nice things about being in the body, and even you know, if your breath is in the nostrils, it's it's quiet. <laughs> it's quiet in there. It's silent. So it, we're inviting we're inviting the attention to just rest in a simple sensation and quiet down. So this um, this this simple practice of of coming back to the body, coming back to the breath, is uh, is actually um, very important and a development of the mind. And um, and it's it's not something that we leave behind at some point. Like we, you know, we can. I I find in my practice, I'm very often coming back to the breath, just really simply feeling the breath arriving in the body. And um, it it has uh, it has a profound teaching in it in that simple act of releasing, you know, what is the mind is obsessing about, and coming, so relinquishing that attachment and connecting to the breath. That's a profound teaching of letting go, um, of of relinquishment, of renunciation. So, so there's a, the, in that moment of waking up, 
when you know I'm sitting in meditation or walking, um, whether it's doing walking meditation or or walking from the the hall to the dining room, uh, I may notice that my mind is is just caught up in some obsession, and and then there's a moment of uh, recognition. And, and then there's the willingness to let that go, to stop holding on. So sometimes people uh, you know, say, just let it go, just let it go. And, and, and I've heard people respond, what do you mean let it go? I don't know how to let it go. And so this instruction is saying, well, the way to let it go is to reconnect to something more wholesome, more simple, more present. So letting it go, letting go of the obsession, and reconnecting to this simple experience of breathing in, breathing out. So, um, so it's really a, a, a development of the mind to, uh, to learn that we can let go. We can let go of all those dramas, and we can come back to the mind, come back to the to the to the breath. And, and, and sometimes um, we are coming back to a, um, to a, a kind of a, a focus on, you know, f- just really feeling the breath. And maybe we might be really deeply feeling the breath. So, so our practice of feeling the breath can go from, you know, just feeling a kind of the surface of the breath you know, so, so maybe as I'm talking, you might explore within your own experience um, how this feels. Uh, so, so there's feeling the breath, and, and it could be just kind of aiming the attention and feeling the breath just for a moment. And then there's feeling the breath in which we're feeling the whole duration of the breath. So the whole in-breath and the whole out-breath. And, and feeling the whole cycle of the breath, the whole in-breath, the, the kind of the pause of turning the breath to the out-breath, and then the pause of waiting for the next in-breath to arise. And we're not controlling the breath. We're just letting the breath breathe itself in whatever way it, the breath is, is manifesting, whether it's shallow or deep or long or short or slow or fast. It, it doesn't matter for this purpose. It's, there's no kind of breath we're trying to achieve. We're not trying to achieve some standard of breathing. It's just as long as we're breathing, <laughs> that's, that's okay. And, um, and so, and, 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 then, and then there's a, there's a kind of a, um, a way in which our attention is absorbed in the breath. So it kind of sinks into the breath, and and that's that that really uh, is a collecting of the whole mind. Sometimes, when we start um, with samatha practice, we may feel that we're kind of aiming our attention, and it's like a part of our attention is on the breath. But then there's it's like sitting in a cafe and you're having a conversation with somebody, and there's lots of chatter in the background, and you're a little bit distracted by the chatter, but you're kind of fo- trying to focus in on this conversation you're having. But then as the conversation you know, becomes more 
uh, focused and profound and maybe intimate, um, you know, like that all the chatter in the back just kind of falls away. And, and, and it can be like that with the breath, that, that the, you know, just the, the, the whole mind becomes collected in the breath. And that's a very, uh, it's actually a very lovely, pleasant experience that it, it feels like um, uh, a, uh, an integration, a collectedness. The word is samadhi, in, um, uh, a kind of a, a collectedness of the mind. <clears throat> and so in doing this practice of samatha, we, we establish the capacity of our attention to rest, to rest in our experience in the moment, moment by moment, breath by breath. And, and we, uh, so we gradually, and, and again, it's not a linear development. We, you know, we may um, experience a meditation or, or even um, some time in our daily life when we feel very present, very collected, focused, and then, and then um, the next day or the next hour um, or the next sitting, you know, we might feel, again, more scattered. So it's not linear. And, and so really just bringing an attitude of acceptance and openness and not non-striving, so this is what it is right now. And uh, and just being present with how how um, you know practice is unfolding. Um, over time, we do develop this capacity to to be more steady and stable in awareness in the present moment. And so we um, uh, we're mo- we can we move into um, uh, practicing with the development of the stability of attention, we move into the, the capacity to practice the release model. And in the release model, we're not, um, we're not turning our attention away from what is manifesting in the mind. We're, we're being present with the manifestation of it and how it arises and passes away, and um, and so uh, sometimes it happens as we're practicing, you know, even when we're beginning practice and we're practicing samatha and and the you know the instruction may be um, so so as you notice something that your mind is getting caught up in, relinquish and let it go. And so, but we may find that whatever it is, <coughs> excuse me, whatever it is that our attention is getting hooked by, is getting caught up in, you know, it has a lot of charge, it has a lot of energy, and we're not really uh, finding that we can let it go. You know, maybe, maybe we feel hurt, maybe we feel, you know, really unsettled by... Um, by something that's happening in our lives, and so, uh, so we, so practicing the release model in this, in this way, um, you know. And we do, you know, 
we notice if we have the capacity to, there's a, there's a very significant difference between being with somebody, uh, being with, sorry, being with something that's arising in the mind with uh, a kind of a spaciousness and, and, and presence and mindfulness and, and being caught up in it, right? So there's a difference between being angry and being mindful of anger. There's a difference between um, getting caught up in grasping or greed or wanting and being mindful of grasping or greed or wanting. So, um, so as this capacity to be present in the moment arises, uh, develops, you know, we notice, we may notice what's arising. You know, maybe it's a thought, maybe it's an emotion, and, uh, and, and we have, there's, the, there's this, it's, it's usually described as this quality of space, spaciousness, which means that we're not kind of hooked by it. It's, it, it's, um, it doesn't have the same kind of stickiness that it might have had before, where we get all caught up in it. And, um, and so we can be, we can turn toward the thoughts and emotions uh, and, and allow them to be in our mindful awareness, um, maintaining a spacious awareness without grasping or resisting. So, so a lot of times, you know, what we do is, you know, it, we may get caught up in it, which is a kind of grasping, but we also may want to get rid of it, the thought or the emotion, like, I don't want this, you know, this is painful, or, um, you know, what I noticed in my practice uh, in, in the early days was uh, when something like judging would come up in my mind, you know, it, I, it, it really felt like I would slam the door of my mind, it really felt like that, like, like I don't, you know, I don't want to allow judging. I'm not supposed to be a judging person. You know, I, that's not who I think of myself as being. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm kind, I'm compassionate. You know, what's this judging thought doing? Get out. And, uh, and so, um, so, yeah. So the resisting is kind of slamming the door of our minds. And so we don't, we don't uh, get caught up. Or if we do, we notice it, and it's sometimes a process of, of uh, getting caught up, seeing it, giving it space, getting caught up, seeing it, giving it space, and so on. Um, there's a quality in, in this model of practice, this being with, there's a quality of warmth. Uh, so, uh, uh, a, a quality of acceptance, of compassion, that um, uh, recognizing that that these are painful emotions, and and um, and so, you know, we're. Uh, I, I spoke last night about taking refuge, you know. So, so when we recognize that, you know, judging is painful, wanting is painful, anger is painful. Um, Wanting things to be different than how they are is painful, and and so 
um, there's a quality of kindness and compassion in this and 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 in and in recognizing the painfulness and in feeling compassion for ourselves that's a that's a kind of taking refuge you know that we're we're saying yeah you know <laughs> i need my practice i need to turn to practice and I'm, i'm remembering how much i need to turn to practice and so when we give these afflictive emotions anger jealousy envy um desire uh resentment um guilt grief when we give these emotions space to be to be known within this warm and spacious awareness um we we see into the nature of our thoughts and our emotions and uh and this is really important and this is the insight of insight meditation that we see that these are impermanent they're impermanent they're they're arising and passing away um we see that they are painful so not everything that comes up is painful sometimes joy comes up sometimes peace comes up so but but when when the afflictive emotions come up which are always about in some way about a self um we see that it's painful and that insight into the suffering nature the the painful nature of of um these these emotions uh is seen directly not understood intellectually seen directly and we're also seeing the selfless nature that they they just i'm not i'm not saying in this moment i want to feel envy i'm not saying in this moment i'm going to get angry it just happens it happens out of causes and conditions you know the 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 causes and conditions of our of our conditioning our upbringing our experiences you know what's happening around us um it's just it's just happening um and so so um so we see that that there's not a self in control of my emotions and and thoughts and so um so in the in the release model the mind um allows allows these uh these thoughts these emotions there's a tibetan expression to self liberate we don't need to push them away if we just give them space they'll they'll move through on their own uh and and sometimes it takes patience and compassion and courage to stay with the um what's difficult that we're that we're experiencing so so sometimes the release form is um is referred to as settling the mind in its natural state settling the mind in its natural state so the natural state of the mind is open 
present, aware, and uh, non-reactive. So, so when, when we say the mind in its natural state, we're not talking about the mind in its usual state. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> so, uh, so you sometimes hear in, in different teachings about the, the quality of the natural state of mind. Um, so it's, it's letting awareness come to rest without distraction and, and without grasping. And and um, I'll read a I'll, I'll read a little quote from a Zen teacher, um, which is describing uh, the Zen approach to release meditation. John Dato Lurie said, "When you're doing shikantaza, which is that form of meditation." You don't try to focus on anything specifically or make thoughts go away. You simply allow everything to be just the way it is. Thoughts come, thoughts go, and you simply watch them. You keep your awareness on them. It takes a lot of energy and persistence to sit shikantaza, to not get caught up in daydreaming. But little by little, thoughts begin to slow down, and finally they cease to arise. When the thought disappears, the thinker disappears. This is the samadhi of falling away of body and mind. And so in, in our practice, what I'm encouraging people to do is to um, allow the attention to rest in the body, that the body becomes that space of awareness within which we can, we can uh, allow what is arising to be received, to be known. So the body is not, the body is alive, the body is, is aware. And so by, by practicing in an embodied way, <coughs> present in the body, we see what is arising. Um, we see it as a thought, we see it as a story, but we can, we can bring our attention away from the story and, and, and rest in the awareness of the body. So, so I encourage you to work with that and explore what that means um, through your experience. So most of the meditation that is taught uh, is, is the control model. So, so mostly what people are taught is, um, is meditation on the breath or meditation on a mantra or meditation on you know some object like looking at you know a flame or uh, so 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 just coming back to the object and and it and it's so it's it's very helpful uh, and develops the mind and it's also important to know that um, that through stabilizing developing the stability of awareness uh, in which we can we can attend to the arising experience in a spacious, warm, and open um, manner uh, that we can develop insight, that we can experience insight into the impermanent, um, painful, and selfless nature of experience, and that's the liberating part. That's the, liber- that's, that's the edge of liberation. 
So, so I'd like to um, just ask if um, if there are any questions about uh, what I've said, and we're going to be emphasizing. Um, well, I think most of us will be emphasizing uh, the uh, just coming back to the breath and and feeling the body, like to calm the mind, because we're coming from our busy, busy lives. And so we want to begin by establishing this, uh, this quality of presence and, and calmness and attention in our retreat. Yes? So can you move from one to the other, like start, start with the concentration? And then yeah, moving? yeah. So, so in your practice, you might, um, you might just begin by um, feeling the breath uh, and and then you might notice that the mind is very settled. Uh, and in a very natural way, you might just um, uh, not be coming back to the breath again and again, but uh, just the mind might rest in a kind of open awareness, or you might, you might notice that there's a feeling, there's an emotion that's present, perhaps sadness or... Um, or irritation, or uh, or anxiety, and you might, you know, be present with that that emotion as it's as it's expressing itself. And so you, you then you notice you can bring a kind of a, a a presence to that to the feelings of that. How does that feel in the body? Allowing the body to to be a kind of a container of awareness in which that. Is, is felt and known, and and we see that then it's something that's impermanent, it's um, uh, it's it's changing, you know, it moves through us. I'm going to emphasize that kind of dynamic more to, tomorrow, but it's certainly something you can do. And and there's a rhythm, there's a rhythm of retreat in which you know we might. We might find that we're arriving in a in a space, you know, a very calm kind of place in a particular sitting, and then and then that might, you know, the next sitting or the next walking, there might be a lot of agitation, uh, and that's a very natural rhythm of retreat that we move back and forth, and so um, uh, then we then we decide or we we discern what's the best way to meditate in the next city. I don't know about uh, fine words, but, and also I don't think there's an answer, but uh, when, uh, about what you read uh, before, um, you know, you said that the, this practice of calming your mind and everything, it takes a lot of energy, and I was one, and also since we came from our is life is it? If we kind of feel like it takes a lot of uh, coming back to the present, it's kind of sometimes it can be like it takes a lot of energy. Like you say, so, uh, do you have a suggestion for like if we kind of need to rest without letting the mind wander? Because sometimes I feel like it, it takes a lot of like coming back and going. Like, but when I feel like that, I feel like my mind wanders. So, so in that, so so the energy. So 
what what um, uh, Dato Luri was talking about in that was was the release model in which um, we're you know we're not coming back to an object. So if you find that that there's the mind feels like it's scattered, then invite the attention to rest in the breath. So then if so if you feel like you know uh, actually resting in the breath is 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 restful. It's calming. Uh, it's 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 relaxing. Um, the mind calms down. So so if you're feeling that, I would say that that's an indication that that it you know it's a good time to to just feel the breath and relax. That you know you it 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 takes it takes a, a commitment to keep coming back to to feeling the breath. There's a commitment to it, but at the same time. It's um, it's restful because the energy is not scattered all over the place. It's it's kind of unifying the energy. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other questions or comments? I appreciate trying not to have a progress chart when you say it's not linear. So. Yeah. Just back and forth. Yeah, right. It's unfolding. It's uh, it's uh, you know it's it it's 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 developing. It's evolving, but not according to some abstract f- framework that we might have in our minds about you know what development means. So. Um, so I'm going to uh, invite you now to, um, if, you, if you would like, to take a supine, a, a lying down posture, uh, or if you prefer to <coughs> remain sitting, you can do that. So I'm going to, to lead a guided meditation on relaxing the body. And so, uh, so you can, you know, we can take more space. There's... Um, there's room, you know, up, up front here. Uh, but, you know, if you prefer to stay in a chair or, or sit cross-legged, that's also fine. So you might want to put something under your knees so that you're, um, uh, if, if you feel a strain on your back. So just um, try to get comfortable. If it's comfortable, you can fold your hands over your, your belly, or you can let your hands relax on the sides. So just check in with your body and notice if your body is straight, 
So if it's if it's crooked, if it's twisted in any way, um, you can uh, you know straighten it out so that your body be straight. Um, So, uh, you know, lying down is our first posture that we, uh, we have is when we're born. It's our first posture. And, and so, you know, babies are so relaxed. That, that was the development of the system of Feldenkrais um, that maybe those of you who have been on a retreat when Janet offers that practice... Uh, Feldenkrais, the developer of this system of mindfulness of the body, noticed uh, how relaxed babies are. And he developed a system for us to find that again. And so, um, so just begin by uh, letting go and letting, allowing the body to release uh, into the earth. Notice where your body connects with the earth. Notice where the points of pressure are. This is an adaptation of a guided meditation by Reggie Ray, who is a uh, teacher in the Tibetan tradition, student of Chagim Trungpa. So this, uh, this meditation is, invites us to tune into our bodies and, uh, and see what we can feel. Um, we tend to be disconnected from our bodies. And, uh, and so we're we're coming into the body with our awareness. Coming into the body with a kind awareness. So, yeah, so I'd invite you to, to begin just by opening to a sense of gratitude for the body. You know, whatever, whatever the body uh, may, may be, whatever, you know, the health of the body may be, whatever the um, abilities or disabilities of the body may be, whatever the appearance of the body may be, to just open to a, a, a sense of gratitude to the body for being the means by which life takes, takes birth in us. We, we open to the world, we experience the world, we experience life, we experience love, we experience um, everything about being human through the body. And so just opening the heart with a sense of gratitude and kindness, appreciation for the body. And so I, I'm, uh, I'm going to invite you to, to tune in in particular to where 
there's tension in the body and I'm going to guide your attention through the body uh, and and so uh, no you you will you will notice sensations I'm not going to draw your attention in particular to the various sensations in the body but you will feel pressure and tingling and coolness and warmth and um, uh, soreness and you know perhaps uh, other sensations that I um, I don't name right now, but but uh, but in particular, we're looking for places where there's a feeling of contraction, of tightness, of um, of density, and just as you as you go into the body, just bring your attention, kind of to saturate with kindness and with gentleness, to saturate those places in the body with your awareness and invite them to to release even just a little bit. So it might be that there are places in the body where there's a lot of holding, where it feels like you're bound by ropes. And and uh, and so it's you know, we, we hold so many different mental states in the body. And so just really touching these places and and with kindness, with compassion, and inviting a bit of opening and, and release is, um, is what we're doing. And so, so begin by just feeling your feet, your toes, the ball of your foot, the arch of your foot, the heel, bringing your attention into these places, the top of the foot, the ankle, and noticing if there are places of tightness, of tension. And you can just imagine that you're allowing this tension to release down into the earth just to as if it's you know something that's kind of in your body and and just that energy of tightness of holding releasing down into the earth just like it's just dripping out of your body just uh, letting it go into the earth flowing out of your body. And and move your attention upward to your ankles and your calves, your shins. Your knees. Feeling into these parts of the body and noticing if there are places of tightness, of tension. And inviting this tension to just let go. Let go into the earth. You may imagine it letting go through the nearest place where you're feeling a connection, a pressure point uh, of of touching the earth, 
just releasing and flowing down into the earth. And feeling your thighs and your hip joints, the whole pelvic area, the groin, lower abdomen, lower back. And noticing where there are places of tightness, of holding and tension in the body. And connecting with each of these places, inviting it to just let go a little bit, to release a little bit. And you can imagine the tension, that energy of holding to flow down into the earth. Sometimes when we connect with places where there's pain in the body or soreness in the body, we may notice that around that place there's a lot of tightness, a lot of tension, like, like we're trying to protect it. And just, uh, just release that. Let it go. Relax. The whole lower half of the body, from the waist down to the toes, feeling that whole lower half of the body and relaxing. And now moving up to the middle part of the uh, the thorax of the body, the uh, from the waist to the shoulder blades, from the waist to the solar plexus. Feeling into that part of the body and right into the middle. So we're feeling deep into the body and noticing if there is any tightness or holding. And invite it to let go, to relax to release. Moving up to the shoulder blades and the chest, the solar plexus, the heart, the lungs, the shoulders. We may be holding a lot of tightness around the heart. Bring an exploration of kindness, interest into the body and notice if we're guarding our heart, 
protecting our heart by holding it tightly. And invite it to release, to let go. Just letting that energy, all that energy which we're using to hold on to ourselves in the body, allowing that to release. Around the tops of the shoulders, solar plexus. This in particular is a place in the body where we may hold a lot of tension, a lot of tightness. And so it doesn't, it's not a project where you have to feel that you need to release every bit of tension. It's just a a gentle invitation to open, relax, let go a little bit. Bring attention to the arms and the hands. And notice if there are places in the arms, the around the elbow, perhaps there's soreness, the wrist, in the fingers, all the finger joints. There's a lot of sensation in the hand very any nerve endings there may be soreness pain in the joints and just invite relaxation if there's any tightening holding in the hands and the arms just let it go into the earth and the neck and the throat feeling the sides of the neck the back of the neck inside the throat notice where there's tightness where there's holding, contracting invite it to release let go the jaw, the mouth, the nostrils, the eyes, behind the eyes, release, let go, Sometimes we habitually stare even when our eyes are closed. Just relax the eyes, behind the eyes. Relax in the sinuses, the forehead, the temples, the back of the skull. 
relaxing the whole head, face. Letting the tension release down into the earth. Feeling a sense of the whole body. Bringing your awareness to the whole body. And if there's an image that you're holding or an idea of this is my body or my body looks like this. I invite you to set that aside and just be directly present with the direct experience of body as a field of sensation. Just sensations like coming and going little lights blinking on and off in a field a field which is open and boundless in this presence in the body we're, we're, we're present in the body we're not objectifying the body we're directly experiencing the body as alive not a thing and as we more and more deeply relax in the body we bring more presence, more awareness throughout the body, throughout the whole body. As we open and relax, we can become more present, more mindful in the body. We're knowing, we're knowing the body from the inside. The Buddha said, be mindful of the body in the body. And so we can relax and be present and the mind can be very clear as it can be very attentive and, and awake so it's, it's learning to release all the tension in the body and at the same time there's a clarity and, and attention and presence which we maintain balancing relaxation and awareness alertness clarity and so I invite you now to very gently bring 
some subtle movements into your your fingers, your toes, maybe letting your head roll gently from side to side. So coming back into um, an awareness of the space around you. If you, might, if you feel that you want to stretch a little bit, just mindfully being aware of your neighbors, uh, you can stretch your body, open your eyes. <coughs> and taking your time gradually coming back to a seated posture. You might want to roll onto one side. Just really taking your time. There's no rush. So this, this relaxation practice is something that you can integrate into your practice throughout the retreat. You might, you might begin a sitting with this, or you might do this for a whole sitting, uh, just, just uh, allowing the body to relax. You might do this when you're going to bed, going to sleep, and uh, allowing yourself to... to uh, to let go of consciousness and drift into sleep and don't want to do that in the hall um, but when you're going to sleep it, it can be a good way to just uh, release the tension that we're holding in the body from the things that we're um, you know, perhaps holding on to from our daily life Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.